Welcome to the RDH Magazine Podcast, an Endeavor Business Media production. This show represents the voice of today's RDH. Like mine. And mine. Like mine. And mine. And mine. And yours. Join us each Tuesday and Thursday as we explore trending topics and go behind the scenes and into the minds of our amazing writers and friends. And now, here's the latest episode with Jackie Sanders. Welcome back, everyone. My name is Jackie Sanders, Chief Editor of RDH, and today I am joined with a longtime friend that we have just spent so, so much time together, but never enough, Susan Cotton. How are you doing today, Susan? Hi, Jackie. Well, I'm great now that I'm here with you. I um, oh, was, was so looking forward to this, so thank you. Yeah, me as well. It's, it's, it's been a, a busy day planning under one roof. So I was looking forward to just kicking back and spending some time with you. So I was reflecting back, of course, is what I do. But you and I actually met shortly before you were selected as an award of distinction recipient in 2018. And that was a while back, but it seems like We've known each other forever. We've just done a lot together. Right. So tell me a little bit about how winning that award moved your platform forward. Mm, yeah. Thank you, Jackie. Well, gosh, where do I begin? It just yeah. it like catapulted my message, the oral cancer message, um, the cotton method of screening, the cotton method dental office system. It just catapulted it. Yeah, it was exciting because you had such a passion and still do for making hygienists and our patients aware of the importance of oral cancer screenings. And I know uh, while I was a Sunstar, you did a lot of speaking and presenting for Sunstar. You also have done a lot of writing for RDH, spreading your message. But not only that, but you just are everywhere presenting your message. And I know you have no qualms about talking about the dangers of HPV. Oh, I have no qualms. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And I think you're referring to the article about talking about it at the local Trader Joe's with the two young white non-smoking males. I, I, that's yeah. that article I wrote. It's time to get comfortable talking about HPV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll do it, it anywhere. <laughs> I know, I know, and and I commend you for that because you you have always been my go-to when somebody is looking for somebody that is well versed and knows the research behind oral cancer. You are the owner and founder of Oral Cancer Consulting, and you also play a big role in the Alliance for HPV in Colorado. Tell me about that role. Yeah, so that started out actually as a volunteer role, um, the Alliance for HPV Free Colorado, about five years ago. And about two and a half years ago, I came on as a consultant for them as the dental work group lead. And so I develop and deliver trainings to dentists, dental hygienists, health systems, FQHCs throughout Colorado on HPV, the importance of the vaccine. They're really focused on the vaccine for HPV because 
that's the really the best way we can help prevent these horrific cancers caused by HPV and mm-hmm. specifically our cancer, oral pharyngeal cancer, which is now it has surpassed cervical cancer. So it's so mm-hmm. important that we get dentistry involved and, you know, sharing this information with patients, providing them the information about HPV and the vaccine so they can make their own informed decision about what they want to do for themselves and their children yeah. getting vaccinated. You know, you you said something earlier, you were talking about the cotton method, which is tips and tricks for doing an intra and extra oral exam. Uh, fantastic images, guidance. Where can our listeners and our colleagues go to find that information? Is that on your website? And if so, how do they find you? Yeah, it is on my website. It's oralcancerconsulting.com. And there's actually a printable download that they can purchase, um, minimal cost that they can purchase. It covers the four pillars of the cotton method, the etiologies, risk factors, signs and symptoms, and then that the EOIO. And there's there's photos to go along with it, but they can find that there and print it out, review it, hang it in their dental office. Yeah. It's interesting, unfortunately, how many hygienists don't feel like they have time to do this or their intra and extra oral exams or aren't doing that for other reasons, which I don't know or don't understand. But it's also very interesting because all my family, my friends, my neighbors, the way I tell them to judge whether they're going to the right dentist or not is if they're screened for oral cancer. And it's always interesting how many don't know that they should be or didn't understand what was being done. So the patients are becoming more and more aware of this. And if you were talking to a room full of hygienists and somebody said, I don't have time to do it, what is one tip or trick or something you could tell them to do of a way to find that time and understand the importance of this? Get confident. I at one time was not confident. But when I got confident, I was thorough and efficient. Think back to to any procedure that we do, especially like in hygiene school, probing, all of these Mm -hmm. different things. How did we get efficient and have the time to do it? We were confident in it. And that's really what I encourage in the cotton method is confidence. Because when we're confident, in everything that we're doing, we can do it, be thorough and efficient. But it takes doing it. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it takes doing it to to get that way. And I and I but, only know that from experience because that was me at one point. Yeah, I I think when I became convinced or made the time was the first time I found a lesion. Mm-hmm. And it was a very significant lesion. And it was in an older woman who was recently a widow. So my heart was with her already. And Mm. so I think you've just the first time you find something that is going to make a difference in this individual's life, you don't forget about it anymore. Yeah. Because 
I think we go through thinking, oh, well, we won't find nothing. There's nothing there. There's nothing there. And you know what? It sneaks up on you and it's definitely there. And you don't want to be that individual that your patient comes back six months later and has part of their tongue missing or something. And it's because they found something and had just seen you six months ago and you didn't help them find it. Right. Yeah. And, you know, Jackie, we have liabilities in this, too. We have liabilities um, as dental professionals, but really it's our ethical responsibility. It's great to save a tooth, but it's even better when you save a life. Well, and I think that is what more and more hygienists are realizing. We aren't tooth savers. We're life exactly. savers. Exactly. And, you know, and it, and it all goes together and it all fits together. And there's so, so many of our colleagues, including you, out there, you know, educating our hygienists. You and I were just sp- speaking before this. And let me see if I can get this now because I wrote it all down really fast. You're going to be in Texas in April. You're going to be in Michigan and Montana in May. Idaho in June, you're speaking at Under One Roof in July, and then you're going to be in Fargo, North Dakota on your birthday yes. in Ohio <laughs> in the month of September. Yes. So you are definitely out there spreading this message, spreading your word of, of your passion that you've had since I met you in 2018. And we can't end this call without your Donnie Osmond story. So please share your Donnie Osmond story with our listeners. For, because, but there might be a lot of them who don't even know who Donnie Osmond is anymore. Susan. Oh, my gosh. Donnie Osmond. He, well, he's the 1970s teen idol that his, he grew up on my bedroom wall. Um, his poster's <laughs> plastered all over, right? You know, so the Donnie story, my patient who had been diagnosed with HPV, oral pharyngeal, and cervical cancer came in to see me one day. And she was crying. She was going to a good friend's wedding. And all she wanted to be able to do was be able to take pictures and laugh and smile without the constant fear that somebody would see what her teeth looked like because the cancer had devastated her mouth. We cried together. She went to her wedding. Well, that weekend I was headed to Las Vegas, baby. And I was going to (laughs) see, I was going to spend the weekend with Donnie. This was 2010 at his fan club get-together, and it was a great weekend. But what happened at that weekend, he pulled up a chair. We were in the Flamingo showroom. It was an intimate affair with 300 other crazy Donnie fans. And he said, what do you want to do to make a difference in your community? I want you to think about that. My assistants will be walking around asking you that. I am going to pick... 10 of you to be a part of my Donnie Osmond Make a Difference program for the next year. Well, my patient was heavy on my heart and I knew immediately what I wanted to do to make a difference. I wanted to raise awareness about HPV and oral cancer. And so that's what I told him. And the guy, when I said that, he looked at me like, well, that's kind of weird. He didn't say that, but I got the look. Long story (laughs) short, Donnie called 15 of us up on stage. He said, you have 30 seconds. Tell me and everybody what you want to do. And he went down the row and he narrowed it to the final 10. And I was one of those 10. And he gave us two things. He gave us $300 seed money 
to get started with our program for the next year. And he said, I'm asking you to come back to the next fan club get together next year and present what you did throughout the year. Oh, and by the way, I want your cell phone number because I'm going to call you once a month for the next year to see what you're up to and how you're doing. And I thought, sure you are, Donnie. (laughs) Well, he did. He called once a month, once a month for a year. Susan, Donnie Osmond, what are you doing? But Jackie, going back after that weekend, I went to my dentist and I said, here's the conversation with the our patient before I went. Here's what I was selected to be a part of for this next year. I said, I don't know what all's gonna happen this year, but the one thing that has to happen is she needs a new smile. So she can go wherever she wants, take pictures, smile, laugh out loud, and not have that constant fear of what her teeth look like. And they said, Let's do it. And nine months later, she had a new smile. A lot of things happened that year, but that was the big thing. And that's Mm. what really propelled me into this passion was my patient being provided this opportunity with Donnie, kind of a nudge. You know, things happen for a reason. Things happen for a reason, and those two did. But that's, that's the Donnie story. That's how all of this really got started for me was those two things. Well, I, I thank you for sharing the story because it is so moving because we never know where we're going to get the confirmation that we're on the right path. And yeah. I, I think your, your Donnie Osmond story at the same time that you had just were working with a patient that was so distraught and heartbroken over her, her cancers um, situation and not being able to smile um, yeah. is just heartbreaking for anybody because we know that is such a healing factor. Yeah. But I appreciate your time. I appreciate your heart. I appreciate your friendship. Now I'm going to get teared up. But more than that, um, I admire all of the hard work that you have done since I've known you, Susan. And you are making such a difference in our profession educating our colleagues, bringing the awareness to this platform and giving those people the confidence that they need so they do these uh, extra and intraoral exams. So if we've run over time, which I really don't care because this is such a special topic, if you had anything to say right now to wrap this up, to give somebody this confidence, what would it be? If you're not confident, reach out to me. Let's get together. Let's get, let's get you confident. And so you can serve your patients like you want to serve your patients and fit this and get this into your appointment so you feel like you have the time. Yeah. And those for those of you who don't know Susan, she is a lot of fun too. She's a lot of fun to <laughs> hang out with. <laughs> so if you're coming to Under One Roof, she will be speaking there. Make sure you get in her classroom. As you all know, we have a full house this year. 
And in addition, she'll be in Michigan, Montana, Idaho, North Dakota, Ohio. And if you really know to the need to go to the mountains, she lives in Colorado. That's and, right. Uh, under one roof next year, we'll be in Colorado. And I'm pretty sure Susan will be there as well. Oh, I'll so be there. Thank you so much for your time, Susan. Thank you for sharing your passion and your heart. And thank you for all of our listeners for spending an extra five minutes with us today. Everybody take care and thank you so much. Have a great day. Bye-bye. Thank you, Jackie. Thank you for listening to this episode of RDH Magazine Podcast. We hope you enjoyed this interview. Hit that subscribe button and join us next Thursday for another conversation with Jackie Sanders. Find us on social media, visit our website, and sign up for one of our amazing newsletters to keep up to date with your profession. Hygienists come for the education, but stay for the community. See you next time. Thank you.